unfiltered, uncensored, and unapologetic. This is the Retail War Zone Podcast. All right, so let's get into it. So tonight we have basically round two of Tales from the Table. Tonight we have Drunken Server with us. What we're going to do is I'm going to let him kind of talk about where he's worked at and whatnot, and then we will let the chaos ensue from there. So, sir, the floor is yours. Thank you so much. I uh, appreciate being on. It's uh, it's very much a privilege. Uh, I haven't really worked many. I've worked two places. One was a, a bar and restaurant that my dad owned in Arizona, hence the Arizona flag. I am originally from Arizona. Um, uh Bad things happened, you know, um, with him, and I don't really want to get into that because it's this is this is a family podcast, so I don't want to get into sad shit or whatever. But uh, I moved to Oklahoma. This is where my mom lives right now, and so I uh, came over here and I found a nice little bar grill that, um, you know, really uh, everybody was really cool to me, and I very much appreciated it and so i ended up here and i've been there since may of last year so it's kind of not very many places that i've worked but a lot lot of experience in the restaurant industry starting at like 13 years old and up you know just kind of hiding in the back you know doing dishes with my you know at my dad's place and then you know from there just kind of moving up the ranks and then you know ultimately leading me here and uh yeah so so you start you started out in the family business basically basically yeah yeah yeah. so it was it was cool because he he started one and he was talking to me about it young when i was young he's like hey something about starting this bar and grill like what do you think about it i was eight at the time so i was just like uh yeah that's cool i get you know what i didn't know what the hell he was talking about you know and then he did it and he uh you know i ended up getting into it he's like hey man we're kind of short of dishwasher you want to wash dishes for the night i'm 12 years old i am 12 years old and i'm just like yeah fuck it sure you know whatever you know and, and so i didn't have anything better to do you know it kept me out of trouble you know the whole thing so I did it, and then I like really enjoyed it. Like I just because I just like heard the chatter of all the servers and all the shit talk they were talking. I'm like, oh yeah, I want to be a part of that, you know. So that's kind of what got me got me into the business, honestly. So, how many years were you there? Uh, so I was there from so I under the table uh, from twelve to. Uh, about 24 and then wow. uh and that happened with my father and he you know passed away and so i ended up moving to oklahoma because this is where my mom mom lives and so i'm in like this pretty big city of oklahoma uh and i'm like in an outskirt of a big city and working at a restaurant there and it's it's been really cool. You know, the, I was received really well, you know, I guess. Um, cause I'm so in Arizona, you get like a regular base pay. So right now I think it's like 11 or $12 an hour. And, uh, back, but back when I was working, it was like still down to like eight, still nine hour, nine an hour or whatever. 
Um, and so when I came here and I like kind of like learned like, oh, they don't make that here. It's 213 an hour here when you're a server, 426 if you're a bartender, you know, the whole thing. Uh, so I didn't know that until I got here. And uh, I, you know, I always, I've always been like kind of a heavy tipper just because I've always been in the industry. I see all the bullshit that everybody goes through. Uh, and so that's kind of what made, and so everybody kind of like gravitated towards me a little bit because they like knew that I understood and they basically recruit, recruited me from this place that I was, I worked at this place. It was like a kind of like one of those um, Asian like walks, if you will, uh, where they like cook in front of you, like that whole thing. Yeah. And I, it was like you, so they made their food. They like put food in their bowl and they like, you know, just went down the line and then the cooks cooked it for you. But you don't really make the tip. The tip really goes to the cooks because they get to watch the cooks actually work, you know. And after, you know, after I did that, I would go to this place that I'm working at now. And they're like, oh, dude, just come work here, dude. Like it's it's a legitimate job. It's like a legitimate restaurant job like you'll do the whole thing and that was like kind of the one of the big gripes that i had about the last place is because i wasn't like doing everything that i was used to doing you know i just like kind of told them hey well this is your bowl you can make that you can do this size this size or this size and then you just put all your ingredients in it and then the cook will cook it for you and you know and that's kind of really a bad you know business model when you look at it from afar um yeah so I ended up working at this place and been there ever since May last year. So. Um, going back to the the walk kind of thing, was it a deal where they actually came to the table and cooked or did was they were just, you could see them from like afar cooking your meal? Yeah, you could. Yeah, so you could like literally see them from where you're sitting. Anywhere in the restaurant you sat, you could see them cooking. And so it was like a whole open kitchen concept, like the whole thing. And it was just really hard to make money that way because it's one of those things like, yeah, you're refilling their drinks and whatnot, but they are also seeing the cooks cook all of these bowls, you know, and we would have as much as like 12, 12 bowls sectioned off. And like we'd have two or three cooks just cooking all of those things. And like big props to the cooks. I I tipped out those cooks many a time and uh, they, cause they just do so much. And I like very much appreciated it, obviously, because, you know, if the food's not good, they're just going to blame the server anyways, you know? So it's like one of those things where you just, you understand what they're going through and you uh, are very, are very much appreciative, especially me coming from like a restaurant family. Like I've seen, all levels of cooking and yeah so it's one of those things they didn't cook at your table or anything but they but you could see them cooking and it was like one of those things where you're just like man that's i've you know i wish i could do that you know because they're making more money than me you know some days just uh yeah so that sounds like a restaurant we had in atlanta called chow baby it was, it was the same thing we had, you know, you could get like two size bowls or whatnot and you went through like the bar and picked out your ingredients and, and gave it to them now. Right. So did they get all the tip or was there like a standard like split? Like they got a certain percentage. So, 
Yeah, it was uh, it was it was a split tip. So it was like it was a tip share, and we had a host, and the ho- I don't really want to get into the host. He was kind of uh, we're not gonna get into the host, but uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't know what the uh, idea what the deal is on cursing or not. I cuss. You can lot, cuss. So you 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 can cuss. Say what you need to say. <laughs> So uh, the the host was a horse's ass. Uh, anyways, we'll we'll move on from there. But yeah, it was, so it was a split tip. It was it was like thirty. It was like thirty three percent each way. So uh, added up to ninety nine or whatever. And so it was really a shitty ordeal. Like real, I didn't really realize it when I got here because I made an hourly tip when I was in Arizona. So like I, or an hourly wage when I was in Arizona. So I wasn't like thinking about that until I was like, Oh, I'm still only making like $2 an hour, you know? And so it got to that point. I was like, Oh, like, why are we tipping this guy? This guy is going to the bathroom for 30 minutes for no, no reason whatsoever. And it was like one of those, I was just really annoyed by it. And I'd be, you know, complaining about that a lot when I went to this place that I'm working now. Uh, and you know, they're, that's kind of what they're all like, well, they like laid out all the things. Well, you've complained about this. They've complained about this. You've complained about this. like, they kept a log of everything that I've complained about. And they, you know, basically just like, just work here, bro. You don't have to deal with any of that. You know, we, I mean, there's tip sharing at my place too, but it's like, it's different. It's only on the weekends, you know? So it's like really, really nice honestly uh compared to you know the last place i was at right now when you talk about you had like a flat wage um back in arizona was that something that your family business did or is that what arizona said they had to do that's statewide so statewide it is I want to say it's 11 an hour now i haven't really like looked back into it but at the time it was eight an hour um, and that was whether you're a server, whether, you know, I mean, it obviously cooks made a little bit more hosts made also eight an hour, but, um, yeah, so it was eight an hour, uh, minimum, like that was the minimum you can make if you're at a restaurant in Arizona at the time that I was there. Plus, but you got tips on top of that. Yeah. So you got tips. So well. honestly, you could make serious fucking bank in Arizona if you're a server. Okay. I I I have made a lot of money just just off not not so I mean I've made a lot of money off of tips when I was there just because I was in like in a very popu- populated area I was in a college town of Arizona so like I made a lot of money just on tips alone but at the same time like I like made a lot of money because I was working a lot you know I was working more it was my dad's business I was working more than forty an hour you know every week or 40 hours a week, you know, I was working more than that every week. And so I was making hella paychecks, you know, and then I was also getting tips on the side. So like, I was just, at the time I was like, I thought it couldn't get better than this, you know? And at the time, I guess it really couldn't, you know, obviously looking back now, seeing where I'm at now and not that I hate where I'm at now. Like I love where I'm at, like love the people that I work with the whole thing, but like working, working for eight an hour, and getting tips was absolutely like just icing on the cake. I bet. Now, uh, <clears throat> this is a question I had. You you kind of touched on it just a second ago. 
what's like the like where you're at now in the state that you're in what's the difference in like say bartender pay versus server pay so uh as a server you make 213 an hour basically anywhere you go um as a bartender from my experience you make 420 through 426 an hour so you make double of what the server makes uh and i mean you're also doing a lot more work you know obviously you have you have more because in the mornings where i work you it's just that you have a bar top and then you have like a, a cocktail area and so in the mornings you have that whole bar so you have the bar top and the cocktail area um so you uh you know have that whole thing and you're you know dealing with all that you know so i get the more the more pay on the bartender part um but at the as a server i mean granted you know servers go through a lot too like today i was working and uh the bartender really she she wasn't very busy but like the servers were really busy and you know if we have those if we have bar drinks we still tip out we still tip out the bartender so they she you know the bartenders can still make money off of the servers you know if you know the servers guests order you know bar drinks now when you say bar drinks is that like you know actual mixed drinks like does the bartender get like like say for instance beer i mean is it beer on tapos or, or is it you know beer in bottles so it both so any any anything alcohol related anything alcohol related you tip out so uh for instance like today i only had two beers i only uh had two beers ordered and they're like large like Michelob Ultra. and so i tipped out and i mean it's not like a large tip out but on days like during the week during the mornings we tip out double bar so uh today my bar my bar tip was 30 percent or, or 30 30 cents and so double bar i would like tip out 60 cents so if it's 30 cents it's 60 cents so i have my whole tip out what i owe the restaurant plus that 60 cents and so today it was i want to say i think it was 17.34 that i owed the restaurant today plus that 60 cents so it was 17.94 which wasn't bad it wasn't bad i still made a decent amount of money today anyways based off of tips and whatnot but that's kind of how that works if that made sense so all right, you made mention of what you owed the restaurant. Is there a percentage of tips that you have to give back? Uh, no, uh, not necessarily. So during the week, uh, we usually just tip out the bartender, like during the week. But on the weekends, if we have a dishwasher and we have a host, it's 100% tip out. So, for instance, say it's a busy-ass day and – you know, you have really good sales, like you're really making, you think you're making like really good money. Uh, you get to a point where, you know, you're like, uh, you're cut, like you're doing your cash out and whatnot. Uh, and like, so you'll look at your tips because if because on the weekends, it's usually a hundred percent tip out. And so you'll like, you'll look at your tip out and it'll be like, like the other day, a few weeks ago, it was like $21 for me. So I had to tip out the full last $21, you know, which 
it's kind of a kick to the shins, you know, when you're like looking at it like that, I'm like, oh man, I thought it did so well. And, um, but like, you know, after, if you're tipping out $21, you're probably making really good money anyways. So it's not like one of those things where like that broke your bank, like, you you know, um, so I, it was, it was, it was annoying because I had to give away just $21, you know, um, but at the same time, I still made a lot of money. So that, you know, that part of it was also really So cool. when you say tip out, where is that money? Is, is that money like split amongst, or is there like safe, I guess the best way I'm trying to explain it is like, okay, so let's say you've got a hundred dollars worth of tips for that day. Obviously, like you said, some, any alcohol goes to the bartender and whatnot. And then, you know, you've got dishwashers and things like that. Is there like a, an amount that the restaurant itself as an entity expects you to give back to the business or is it just like broke up to individual people? There is not. So it doesn't, none of it goes back to the restaurant. Okay. So, uh, so yeah. So like you said, it does any alcohol goes to the bartender. That's automatic. No questions asked. Uh, everything else kind of on the weekends anyways, whenever we have a dishwasher and a host, it all goes back to, you know, the dishwasher, you know, it gets added on to their paycheck. So we'll have a host and um, we'll have a dishwasher and, you know, they'll just get, you know, whatever our tip out was. So like I had a, like I say, I was telling you about the $21 tip that I had, I can't really say exactly how much of that went to the host and dishwasher, but uh, that would go obviously on their checks. So say, say it's and divided by three, it's seven. Yeah. So say it's about seven and it goes to the dishwasher and the host, you know, their paychecks, you're getting that from five servers, you know? So uh, twice, you know, uh, well, I guess not twice, but you're getting it from both ways from all servers. So like the hosts and the dishwashers are making money, but they're also not making like tips like, you know, the servers are. Gotcha. Now for like, say the dishwashers and the host, are they making an hourly rate? Like that's above yeah. the two thirteen. Yeah. So, yeah, so dishwashers and hosts, like anybody that's basically not a server, makes uh, I want to say seven twenty. Man, that's kind of, that's that's kind of bullshit, really. It, I agree. I agree. I'm not, <laughs> and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go into that. But I mean, uh, if you want to go into it, I will go into it. But um, at the same time, like, well, I guess not really at the same time, but. Yeah, so they, I think at my place, the dishwasher makes 10. The host definitely makes 725. I am pretty sure. Uh, but other than that, uh, it's, yeah, it, servers still make 213. Bartenders still make 426. So you, do you walk out with cash every night, or is it anything that you get cash tip or whatnot you've got to like give and they divvy it up, quote unquote, on the paychecks? So I, I learned this from one of our cooks. So one of our cooks orders Modelo's um, usually whenever he has a double or whatever, he'll like on his break, he'll like order a Modelo or whatever. And, you know, we'll, we'll get it for him. Like it's, he's not, we obviously don't let him get to a stupid place, you right? Know, you know, and 
I've I've bought him I've gotten him a Modelo, and Modelo at the time was like four or something or whatever, and he would just like give us a twenty dollar bill and not like not ask any questions about it. It was like that was kind of our tip, which was really cool, uh, you know, to cook to do that. And so I learned that way that when cash is paid for certain um, uh, uh, for well for any anything ordered then it doesn't get taxed because what he ordered like the total price of what he ordered is what that i paid in my second cash out because i already did a cash out and i didn't realize that i had to do a second cash out it was kind of kind of an annoying ordeal but it's you know on in the past now gotcha all right so i'm gonna go to some questions um because i've been neglecting the chat as as i have been inquiring yeah, myself. Yeah, I, um so first question was from hero she says uh so the place you are now do most of you get along and help each other out or is it kind of not my table not my problem mentality so uh that's a very good question uh because there are a lot of places where that is the mentality uh from where where I work, I'm very good. I'm very friendly with everybody that I work with. Um, and I don't know if it's because so much I'm also, I used to be a regular there, but like all, everybody that I've worked with, it's everybody all hands on deck kind of thing. Like we're going to help each other make money. We're going to, we're going to do this thing. Yeah. It might suck. You know, it might be, it might suck on a Saturday night when there's, you know, two 20 tops, you know, in the restaurant and everybody is stressed out. Everybody, nobody wants to be there anymore. But at the same time, we're going to help each other, you know, pre-bust that table. We're going to help each other refill those drinks. We're going to help each other clean up that table when it's, you know, when, when they're gone, that way we can flip that table, you know, and hopefully not hopefully get another 20 top, you know, do the whole thing all over again. Gotcha. All right. So question from Ireland for you. Uh, how does working at a bar impact your work-life balance? Always working late, always working holidays, et cetera. Does that take its toll on you? Uh, definitely. You know, uh, like for, for instance, Easter is this Sunday. Is Easter this Sunday, yep. right? Um, yeah. So Easter is this Sunday. I'm actually bartending this Sunday morning. So, uh, it won't affect me as much as it will affect other people you know, on the restaurant side, because all the families are going to go there, you know, um, granted, I'm still going to have the same regulars that we have anyways. Uh, but it, I, um, and this is not a knock on anybody with kids. This is not a knock on kids at all, but I am not, I do not like serving when kids are at the table just because kids can obviously get a little bit wild um, we also have, if I may, you know, venture out here, we also have this, uh, regular who comes in usually once a week, usually sometimes twice a week. And his kid is like polite as hell, like super nice kid always says, please says, thank you. Like the whole thing. I don't mind those kids obviously, but it's like the kids that, you know, parents that like jam their crayons into the table and, you know, move like just put all the sugars all over the table and whatnot. Those, those are the kids that I'm not so much a fan of, if I can say that. Gotcha. Um, so I, I wanted to ask real quick. So do they adjust you? Let's say today you're a server and then tomorrow you're a bartender. 
So do you make the 213 on the server day and then make the four whatever on the bartender day? Yeah. So, um, yeah. So like for instance, Sunday I'm bartending Sunday morning, I'm bartending Saturday morning. I'm on the server side. So yeah. So to, I work tomorrow morning as well and Friday morning as well. So I'll make two thirteen those days. And then on, we have different like buttons for the way we can clock in. So we can clock in as a bartender uh-huh. and that'll automatically be four twenty six. you know, and uh, then you can clock in as, you know, food service, is what they call it, and then it's two thirteen an hour. Well, it sounds extremely convoluted from an accounting standpoint. I, I think he, I sure. think if they would just pay you a decent fucking wage and then let you get tips, life would be a lot easier. <laughs> um, very much. Let's see what else we got here. Um, so Russell asked, "Is dishwasher making minimum wage or less?" You already kind of answered that one. Um, Iron Maiden says a lot of friends that were slash are servers will try to find places that don't do tip sharing because you end up getting fucked, especially if you have lazy coworkers. Yeah. So, um, I'm definitely about to call a very large corporation out. I don't give a shit. So Olive Garden, like you, like the, the tip out goes to all of the servers. So we don't, tip out to all the servers we just tip out you know on the weekends to the bar to the host and to the dishwasher and during the during the mornings if if a bar drink is ordered then we tip out to the bartender if no bar drink is ordered then there's no tip out at all which is lovely but um uh at olive garden all the servers get a tip get part of the tip share so they all every tip you know can go into like a tip pool basically for olive garden and and I know this from a person that worked there. I'm not like saying this from somebody that told me like, I mean, I guess it is kind of from somebody who told me, but they worked there. So yeah, she was like really upset because she like made a hundred dollar tip. And then she ended up losing like $20 of that because they had to go into this big ass tip share that all the servers ended up taking out of. That's which, bullshit. Yeah. Rubbed me, rubbed me the wrong way. So I, I will not go to Olive Garden. Uh, if my family wants to go to Olive Garden, I'm like, y'all can go, I guess. You know, I, I ain't going. We, no. we, yeah, we I, used to go to Olive Garden a lot, and we did go recently just to see. But when I figured out how to make their Alfredo, there's no need to go back anymore. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, that does, that, that does suck <laughs> because, I mean, you kind of look at being a server as kind of like a performance-based job. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, and if you, if you're doing Absolutely. great, I mean, I, yeah, I'd be madder in hell if I got a hundred dollar tip and you know, I, yeah, no, because your lazy coworker that's hiding in the bathroom texting instead of serving their, or filling drinks, they don't deserve that shit. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of, that's the way I, that's the first thing I thought of. I was like, so, okay. So you have this like, like, just what you said, this lazy ass coworker that's just hiding in the back. They're not running their food. They're not, you know, they're asking other people to greet their tables, which is not a horrible thing, you know, to ask if you're busy, you know what I mean? But if you're clearly not busy, you're asking people to, you know, uh, greet your tables, you're asking people to bust your tables, and you're actually not doing anything. It's kind of, you know, a kick to the shins to everything there, ass. 
for their tables and then they have to help your tables as well and then you're going to get the tip because like oh we're getting great service here man i i, I love this place let's tip this guy a hundred dollars you know and they didn't do shit you know they actually deserve you know a hundred cents you know i'm not gonna you know get too deep into that because i'll just go on go on to a rant but uh at the same time that like, is is one of those things like it it's very that's why i like where i work so much because we help each other out like all the time uh i've like so bartenders can get kind of backed up obviously you know if they have a lot of guests especially in the mornings they have that full bar top and then they have the whole cocktail area as well if that many people come in and i'm always running bar food and i've been complimented a lot about how much you know i've ran that bar food and it just makes me feel better because I know that I'm helping their tip out. And I also know that I'm not receiving anything of it, you know, like it, like I'm just helping them out specifically. It's, it's kind of a nice little thing to, you know, kind of have on your shoulder. Yeah. I've got, I've got to call this comment out. Blame tag says I don't go to Olive Garden because I don't want my Italian grandmother to rise from the grave and hit me with a wooden spoon. Yeah, no, I, I'm with him on that. Yeah. Um, the fuck today, she says, speaking of Arizona, and I don't know if you've ever seen this, but remember Amy's Baking Company on Kitchen Nightmares, the owners took the waitress's tip because they paid them hourly. Do you think that happens more because Arizona requires a livable wage? Uh, so I, I do think, I do think that is why they do that. But if you are making, I feel like if you're making an hourly wage, unless obviously you're a server. So say you're a manager, say you're a manager, say you're like a, so, so to speak, a key, which uh, servers know as just basically somebody that holds the keys to the restaurant, you know, in a management position, but they're not like actually a manager. If you're one of those two things, you should not get a tip. At all, like no questions asked. There's nothing to talk about here. But at the same time, like as an owner's standpoint, I do feel like that's, and I don't think owners should either. But at the same time, I think owners are ignorant to the fact that, you know, this is kind of like a livelihood. Like this is, there, there are some people that have only done this their entire life. I obviously admittedly am one of them. It's, it's the only thing that they have done their entire life. And it's the only thing that a lot of them will claim that they are good at. I also one of those, but I don't think that gives you the right, obviously to take their wage, like to take their tips because they earned those tips. And I do, I worked at a place very briefly uh, that would, that like decide, like you had to decide if you wanted to make, and this was, in Oklahoma, but like you had to decide if you wanted to make an hourly seven twenty five at the time in Oklahoma, or you can make the two thirteen an hour and keep your tips. But if you did the seven twenty five route, you could not keep your tips. And I was like, yeah, not a chance. Like I know wow. more. Yeah, so it was, it was really, it was like a really annoying like thing. I was like, okay, well, I'm just gonna go home now, and we'll just call it a day you know um let's see uh hero had asked uh where to go 
I'm looking. Are you quote unquote collectively allowed to take smoke breaks while serving? So in Oklahoma, you can't really take a break. Now you can ask your manager, Hey, can I just step outside real quick? Like 10 minutes. I'm just going to, you know, hit a cigarette real quick, you know, whatever. And most of the time we're going to say yes. Like it's, especially if it's not busy, you know, just don't ask, you know, obviously during a rush. Um, it's kind of one of those things that's very disrespectful. If you do that, we had, we had a worker here. Um, she's not, she's not with us anymore, but she came in and like, her first day, she's training, and she comes in, like, she gets, you know, she has her uniform on, and I'm her trainer, and she's like, are you cool if I, like, go outside and take a smoke break real quick? And I was, like, kind of busy at the moment. I'm like, yeah, fine, you do your thing. I'm like, I'll, I'll do my thing, whatever, and so that was kind of annoying, but she, uh, you know, did her thing. She obviously did not very last, last very long because she would always want to take smoke breaks, but um, there's nothing against taking smoke breaks. Just do it at a time where it's reasonable, you know. Um, Blame Tag asked, because he is doing research on this, how bad is the Sunday crowd? Worst. Worst. I fucking hate working Sundays. I hate... Blame Tag, there you go. I hate working Sundays, and... Anybody that is in the service industry will tell you they hate working Sundays. Uh, if if you had to work, I, I, I think if you took a poll with all ser- most servers that make two thirteen an hour, and you had to pick one day to have Sunday crowd. There we go. All right. So th- this is a big thing. All right. You know that we've been discussing as of recently. Why do you think that is? Why do you think that the Sunday crowd is the worst? I so I don't know, and I listened. I listened to uh, the seething server last week, and I I think she, I think what she said was right on point. They're just they got all their they got you know all their sins out on Sunday, and then they go to a restaurant and just kind of unleash them back onto the servers because you know they're just going to get them out. The next week, and I don't know if that's exactly what she was meaning when she said it, but uh, it, it made perfect sense to me. And so, I, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't really know what it is, but it just there's something about a Sunday crowd that I just cannot get up early in the morning for, you know. So, I mean, would you say that Sundays typically are your rudest customers? Most usually, most usually. So uh, we also have the disadvantage of living very, very close to a uh, youth baseball ballpark. So you'll also have those team baseball teams, like 15, 15 kids, you know, you know, usually three, four adults just come in and, you know, that it, that is also uh, very hefty kick in the shins, but it's also, it's one of those things. And, um, you know, you're not, you don't really expect very much money from them, you know, because they've spent all their money on baseball equipment for all of their kids. You know, they've had to have also a youth baseball umpire. So they've also have, I know for a fact that they have to pay those umpires and it's, is you know, it's kind of, a, like I said, it's kind of a kick to the shins when you have to, you know, deal with all of that, you know, um, 
and then you have to deal with rude church customers who I've had one that was pissed off that I was working on Sunday because it's God's day, um, which I'm not trying to take anything away from that. Like, let's not get it twisted. But like they complained that I was working Sunday. I was like, oh, well, and I told them straight up, I'm like, well, if I'm not working, who's your server? So, you know? so wait a minute. They're bitching at you about working Sunday, but they're sitting in your damn restaurant. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, well, ah. well, you can go home and cook your own fucking meal. Like, I, you know, you could do that too. You know, I'm not like, and don't get me wrong. I like, there are some, there are some people that come in on Sundays that I do appreciate that I do enjoy communicating with. But for the most part, there isn't not very many people on Sundays that I enjoy, you know, do do you typically see the Sunday, we're going to say Sunday church crowd, because that's kind of what we're looking at. The Sunday sure. church crowd, do you typically see them tip worse? Oh, uh, yeah. And so I think the most that I got out of a Sunday church crowd, it was a group of 15. And everybody, you know, put in a dollar. Everybody put in it because I heard the leader of the church crowd be like, oh, well, everybody's put in a dollar. So he has his tip. And so everybody put in a dollar. It was a $215 tab. Like there, like $215 and you got 15 bucks. Yeah. That's $15 on $215 tab. That, that ain't going to cut it, Susan. Like, I don't know what to tell you, you know, but uh, it's, it, it is very, very annoying. It's a very large pain in the ass. But, you know, like I, I tell everybody that's new to the, you know, to new to the industry, it's it's part of the business, you know, and just chalk it up to the game. It's shitty. You know, you don't want to do it, but it's one of those things you just have to chalk up to the game. Nice. Uh, Proto Rage asks, the golden rule for customers, never piss off your server, kitchen, bar staff, or else. Do you believe in it and your thoughts on it? So... I okay, so I have a funny quirk that happens with me whenever I think a guest is rude to me. Um, long story short, yes, I do believe in it. Um, and I will tell you this there, so we, you know, there are people out there that like will tip and then they'll add the change so they can round up their thing. So, for instance, say something is like. $25 and 75 cents, you know, they'll like tip 425 to make it an even dirty or whatever the case may be. And I have that a lot. If they are nice, I will give them the whole 475. If they are rude or assholes in any sort of way, I will do 474 and make that 2999. And then they have to look at that on their bank statement and be like, where did that one penny go? And, and, you know, maybe they don't think about it, but I think about it and it makes me laugh every single time that I do it. And uh, it's very, very petty on my part. And but at the same time, it it does make me feel better if somebody is an asshole to me and I just do one cent less when they're trying to round up to an even number on the total. Right. Um, so this was brought up on the last one and I'm just curious because it's been brought up on this one too. Have you ever seen the movie waiting? Uh, I saw it, but it was a 
very long. I've never seen it, so I can't really reference it. Like Russell says, if y'all would watch waiting, you'd be completely different at a restaurant. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I, I haven't seen it in a while. I, I, I've been mean because my manager brought it up the other day. And, uh, yeah, I do need to watch it again. It's been a minute since I've watched um, it. Hero says, uh, things you wish customers would stop doing or knew about. Man, that's a tough one. Um, I wish customers didn't think ranch was important as they thought they, that, that they thought it was, uh, which sounds very, very asinine, very childish. But, like, I will – so be, oh, I say, anyways, in Oklahoma, uh, ranch is like – I call it Oklahoma ketchup because in Oklahoma – Everybody needs ranch on everything. I have seen somebody put ranch in their cereal. Now that's obviously, you know, a little bit facetious, but uh, I like people want ranch with everything. So at our restaurant, we don't, we don't charge ranch for uh, if you buy uh, wings, like, you know, Buffalo wings, and we don't charge it if you get chicken tenders. But if you get pizza, which everybody here dips in ranch, you have to charge for the ranch and it like literally anything. So you get a burger with fries. You want ranch with your fries, which a lot of people want here. You have to charge for the ranch. It's like, it's a whole thing. And then people get pissed off, you know, that they're paying 35 cents for ranch. And I'm like, well, you can go down to Wingstop and pay 85 cents for ranch. You know, I think we're kind of doing you a favor here. I apologize for my dog. Oh, it's quite all right. I've had my cat oh, yeah, flipping out on me when I've been on stream. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, rather, ranch on pizza is I disgusting. Rather, I just want to say that right now. I, no, I don't. I don't like, and I don't like ranch with wings either. I like blue cheese, you know, fucking sue me. What do you want? What, do you, what are we going to do? Oh, I, I, don't, I don't even use ranch on wings. Just give me the damn wings. Whatever sauce you get on them should be all you want. <laughs> give me the buffalo sauce on my wings. That's all I need. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I, I mean, now look, uh, like my family, you know, here, typically they will get ranch, you know, for their fries. You know, I have a clan of people here. I have a wife who believes that it, it it's acceptable to dip French fries and Frosties, and that's uh, a topic for another time. But, but. Jesus. Yeah, but but for me, wings, whatever flavor I get on the wings, that's it. I'm not going to dip them in anything. And, and yeah. you know, I will ask for, there's a local restaurant here that has really good honey mustard, and I'll ask for a cup of ranch. They don't charge us for it, but, you know, that's about the extent of it. And, you know, you'll order, like, Domino's or whatnot, and I guess most of the time you get you know, that one freebie, but anything more than that one they charge you, and I, I think that's fair. Yeah. And if, for me personally, if you're like cool, you know, it's like you're not really a pain in the ass to deal with, I will not charge you for the ranch. But if you're like, if you're being a quote unquote Karen the entire time, I'm definitely charging you for every ranch that I can potentially charge you with. And it's, I, I guess it's like also one of those things that kind of comes with me being petty. I'm a very petty person and I, very much take pride in that. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. But then again, the the comment you made about, you know, being Oklahoma ketchup, 
I think we we're about at a point where ranch should probably be the national dressing. It. I mean, I don't know how it isn't already. Quite honestly, <laughs> I mean, you know, I love me some Hidden Valley Ranch. I'm not gonna lie, but you know, but for yeah. wings, like I said, for wings and stuff like that, I just don't understand why people di- have to dip it in another sauce. It's like you already got sauce on your wings. Yeah, uh, I don't know how many of uh, my or your followers know about uh, the place. It's definitely in Oklahoma, so unless they're in Oklahoma, they may not know about it. But it's place called Mazio's. Uh, it's a pizza place, and they have they have the best ranch I have ever had. Like I like I will take back everything that I have said about ranch if it is Mazio's ranch like that. That ranch is acceptable to have on everything. That I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but there is something about that ranch that is just top notch. Man, we have started a war of condiments in the fucking chat. <laughs> I mean, I, I, we got Ken's Ranch is better. Ranch is America's dressing. Uh, ketchup and mayonnaise mixed together. Uh, what is this? Some people use mayo for their fry. Wow, Wait, boy, that's a controversial subject. I just. I love okay, so I will I will go on record as saying I have dipped my fries in mayo and it's not terrible. Uh, I nope, not me, not me. I I, I will dip I, onion rings in honey mustard. I will take it a step farther. I have put mayo on my hot dog Ooh. and it is not terrible. Well, <laughs> but you know you're probably right because if you really think about the concept of a hot dog, it's like you know a big bologna tube. So. You know, I I would eat, uh, you know, I eat bologna sandwiches with mayonnaise. So I guess it's probably the same, you know. Yeah, it's nothing different at all. You just have to bite through more to get, you know, get to the uh, Fries and honey mustard. Uh, yeah, that's a good hill to die on. I do that too. Um, I, I will say this though. I don't care what any of you freaks in the chat say. Ranch doesn't belong on pizza. Y'all can all fuck off. I just want, I just want to put that out there. I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, no, just like I believe <laughs> pineapple and ham shouldn't be on a pizza. That's not a pizza. Uh, you see, that's where we're going to disagree because I, oh. I do like pineapple. I, now, I don't get it like every time I get pizza, but every now and then, every now and then it is, it is nice. It's nice. I, I think it's okay. I just don't think it should be called a pizza. Call, yeah. call it a ham and pineapple flatbread. Just Fold that bitch over. Just call it a cow There you go. Ham and pineapple calzone. The man's a genius. Uh-huh. Wow. God, we have the condiment war going on here. The, you you got to you gotta see this shit. This is great. I cannot wait. Um, I'll wait for so, so, so let me ask you, as we're wrapping up here, worst customer you ever got? So, oh, man. So there's this one lady, and I will... I will preface it with they left a very good tip. But so I went up there and I was like, hi, you know, my name is Doug. How can I help you? Uh, My name is Doug. I'll be taking care of you. I have a feeling that you want a Diet Coke. You know, I'll get that for you. Absolutely. What can I get you? And, you know, he he was like kind of laughing. He's like, yeah, you know, take a Dr. Pepper or whatever. And so, like, I went back and got the whole thing. Like, they were just assholes the entire time. And so, like, I brought their pizzas because I wanted pizzas, and uh, I was like, "Can I get you guys? Any, can I get you guys any ranch?" Huh. 
anything else, absolutely. I'll get you some ranch. I just have a feeling you want that. Can I get you anything? He's like, can I get some Parmesan or red pepper? Like one of them was just like complete asshole the entire time. The other one was like really cool about everything. And so I was like, yeah, I'll get you Parmesan or red pepper. Absolutely. Of course I will. And so I go, you know, go back and do the whole thing. And uh, I guess she told him to stop talking because he stopped talking the entire rest of the way. And I was like, is everything tasting? Yes. Absolutely. I was hoping everything was taking, tasting disgusting for you. It was like kind of one of those things. Like I couldn't even get my sentence out before she was answering. It was like kind of like, a, yeah, now go away, Joker. Like, who who the fuck are you? It was kind of one of those things. It, and it was just, I felt like I didn't want to go back to that table, you know, because they, she was being an asshole the entire time. And I didn't really know really how I was going <laughs> to combat it, you know. And so finally, I like, I'm like, you know, I get up there and I'm like, hey, can I get you guys anything else? Like, I paused. I legitimately paused because I thought she was going to, like, say something. I was like, can I get you guys, like, a to-go box or anything? She's like, yeah, I'll take a to-go. Like, she got, like, nice all of a sudden. She's like, yeah, I'll take a to-go box. And, you know, and if I could get a lid for a ranch, that'd be great. I'm like, yeah, of course I can do that. You know, and so I did all that, you know, get a to-go box and a lid for the ranch. And she ended up tipping me twenty dollars. So like I was like, oh, well, that was the most uncomfortable twenty dollars that I've ever made. But I mean, I mean, I appreciate it, of course. Like I'm never gonna obviously say no to twenty dollars. I'm a server, and I make two dollars an hour. So like, why would right. I, you know? But at the same time, it was like, it's like wow, that's just, that was different, you know? She like changed her. I guess she was just hangry. Yeah, hangry. I, I I could get. So, what's the biggest tip? you've ever received that you did not have to give part of away uh $300 damn yeah I was so so we uh I told this group of people uh they they were out of towners they were from they were from a very southern part of Arizona that I don't like to call you know the city that it is but it's Tucson, Arizona. They're like University of Arizona fans. I'm from Tempe. I went to Arizona State, like the whole thing. So I don't like really deal with, you know, I don't like talking about it. But they came in and we like, we basically bet. And I was like, I was like, tell them, I was like, you know, Arizona State's going to win today. I don't like know what you're even tripping about. Like, what are we even talking And uh, I was at the bar. Like, so this is before the game. So I'm like, I'm still working. And uh, they're like, Arizona State wins this game. Next time we come in, we'll tip you three hundred dollars. I'm like, deal all day. Like that was a, like, and that's kind of that's kind of how that went. In. And Arizona State did end up winning seventy to seven. So it, <laughs> it was like not even close. To yeah, and so I, I was working the next morning, hungover as shit. And I, they came in first thing in the morning. They came in. I was like, oh, I'm like, well, look who it is. And they each ordered a shot. They took the shot. You know, each of them tipped $150 a piece. Uh, so I, I guess 150 But like added together, I, you know, because they were together yesterday when they said they'd each tip, you know, tip that or whatever. Damn, that's some expensive shots, bro. <laughs> $3. <laughs> Dude, it was not. It was not expensive at all. Wow. Um, so one last question we'll get you because we discussed this uh, with Seething Server. What is your take on customers taking forever to order? Uh, 
so I've had a I've had a couple of experiences with this. So usually, you know, I'll like. So the way we do it, we so it's sit where you would like. So you'll sit down. We'll bring a menu to you. You know, we'll bring your menus and your silverware, and we'll be like, "What can I eat or drink?" We'll get your drinks, and I'll like, "Can I get? You, are you guys ready, or do you need a few more moments on the menu?" And they'll usually, most of the time, want a few more moments on the menu. I'm like, "Yeah, I get that." So I'll like walk away. I generally like go to the back and like I usually always just get myself some chips and salsa just so I have something to munch on, you know, throughout the ship. And I'll like, you know, have a couple of those and like, well, shit, it's been about two minutes. Let's go out there and see if they're ready. And if they're not ready, then then I like have this whole inner game with myself. Like, okay, shit. Now, how long? are they going to take, you know? And so if it looks like they haven't looked at the menu at all, I will give them like five minutes. Now, if I go back after that five minutes and they still need time, I will, I swear right hand to God, I will wait 10 minutes before I go back to that table. Like I will check on all my tables all the time. I will check every single one of them out. Like I will not go back to that table until I know for a fact they are ready there was one time that I did that and they were still not ready. It, it was actually like 15 minutes and they still weren't ready. I'm like, what is taking so long? It's one menu. It's two-sided. Like you, I could read it off to you right now. Um, but yeah, uh, so I guess really generally I'll like get them their drinks. You know, if they're not ready, I'll go back to the you know kitchen or whatever and do whatever I have to do about to greet another table or you know, bring another table like condiment or like bring another table check, you know, I'll go back to that table right after I do that, which usually takes about usually a minute and a half, two minutes or whatever. And if they're still not ready, then I start, then I start ramping up the time that I wait. So like, usually it's two and a half minutes for the first, you know, and then after that, it's like five minutes after that, it's like 10 minutes, but I haven't, there's one time I had to wait 20 minutes for a table and it was really enough because I was about to get off. Like they can't, you know, we have, I have, we have a ship lead shift and it goes from 10 AM to 4 PM central time. So, um, you know, uh, they came in at like three 45 and I was like, Oh, these guys look like they might just take four. Never. And they did, they did. And so, you know, I did that and I ended up just handing them off to the other server and, they ended up not tipping the other server, which I felt very terrible about, you know, because I hate giving tables away that don't, you know, tip. You know, I feel I feel like it's my fault that, you know, that they didn't tip, you know. But, yeah, that's kind of. Well, that, that's that's good to hear because, you know, we have a problem with my youngest son. For whatever reason, you know, like you said, you come get the drink order. Typically, we're three of us are ready to order when the drinks get dropped off and he's hemming and hawing like. I don't know what I want. And, and these aren't big <laughs> menus. And we try to tell them, dude, yeah. you need to be ready, man, because these people are kind of like on a, you know, the longer the table sits there, they're losing money. Let's go. You know? Yeah. Look around. They have other tables. Yeah, re <laughs> read the room, buddy. Read the room. Um, Erica, <laughs> Erica said, hi, drunken server. I live in the Valley also. I, I what part? Uh, if she can respond what, to pot, what part of the valley erica um 
And real quick, so what we'll do is while we're waiting on that, the last question of the night from Irish Connection, what is the dumbest question a customer has asked you? This happened the other day, and I – so it's, it's gonna, I'm going to give you two questions that I've been asked that have been dumb as hell. So these two people come in, they're like young as fuck, and they come in like they're noticeably young, just young as hell. And uh, so, like, I get them their menus. I'm like, hey, my name's Phil. I'll be taking care of you guys tonight. What can I get you guys started with a drink? And, like, the lady looked at me and she's like, do you ID? That's a big red like, flag. I'm like, I do now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, like, literally said that right back and they left. They left. They <laughs> what do we do wow. here, bro? Like, I was going to ID them anyways, but at the same time, like, what are we even doing? Another one was, uh, are there free refills on beer? Somebody asked wow. me that, and that's when I was, yeah, when I was working in Arizona, I, uh, somebody wanted, and we, so we have uh, a very good beer. I love, I love it so much. It's called, um, uh, it's from Four Peaks, from Four Peaks Brewing Company. It's based in Tempe, Arizona, headquartered in Tempe, Arizona, they have a pitchfork IPA. And so in my dad's restaurant, we had that and I like poured it for somebody. And like, uh, just a quick question. It might be a dumb question. I'm like, the only dumb question is the one that you don't ask. And little did I know he was about to ask me the dumbest question that I've ever heard. He was like, are there free refills on the beer? I'm like, wow. No, there are not. That may go down as the dumbest question ever. I'm going to be honest with you. you actually asked me that. I told him that. I was like, I cannot believe you literally just asked me that. He's like, oh, you know, I just wonder. I'm like, have you ever been anywhere where there's free refills? Let me know. I, I would uh, like to yeah, there, there. There's no that. such thing as a free alcohol refill anywhere, anytime, any place, yeah, any timeline. Everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, Erica said she loves Four Peaks and she says that she's in Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah, I've uh, always grew up in Tempe. Went to you know Tempe High School, and then obviously graduated there. Went to you know Arizona State for a little bit, and tried to play baseball. Blew out my knee. You know, it's all thing. Nice. All right, everybody. This has been absolutely fantastic. Uh, so let me ask you, drunken server, you willing to come back on again? Absolutely. Anytime. What I'd like to do is. I don't know if you've if you've seen these retail therapy sessions we do or whatnot that are kind of offline, and it would be kind of nice to get like four or five servers together, and and do do one of these that's offline, nobody's live or whatnot, and just you know let you guys just fucking go off. Dude, that would the, be awesome. the, and, and the. Love those that. would those are a lot of fun actually when you get like a, a good amount of people in because it's so many different varied opinions that it, yeah, it's 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 awesome and I do have it set up I'm gonna have some Apple you know retail folks doing one here in a couple of weeks which are to be interesting but yeah um, I, I'd love 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 to have you back and um, you know seething server as well you know I feel like you know Irish was really the one I mean I'd thought about it but it wasn't like front of mind but Irish was really the one it's like why haven't we had any servers on yet and I'm like well that's a really damn good question and sure. so um, yeah so I, you know you guys have stories for days I mean I know the retail people 
you have stories, but it, the restaurant industry yeah. and the serving industry is a totally different beast. And absolutely, you know, so it, it's you know absolutely insane what you guys have to put up with. And I'm sure Blame Tag thanks you immensely for your contribution to his research on Sundays. Um, I will say sometime in the near future, him and I are going to coordinate and there is going to be a retail war zone episode where we go over his findings and we talk about the Sunday crowd. So that's going to be a very controversial thing, but I don't fucking care. (laughs) I really don't. If you need to have me on, by all means, I am happy to talk shit on any Sunday crowd that there has ever been. I do not. Awesome. All right. So as per usual tonight, when I get done here, I'll edit up the audio. I'll cut out the part in the middle where we had technical difficulties because it happens because, sure. you know, Microsoft owns Skype. They make great game consoles, but they haven't figured this Skype thing out enough to make it compete with Zoom other than the fact that it's free. But I'll cut all that out. Uh, the audio will go up sometime tonight. And uh, also just to let everybody know, the second part of the last retail therapy sessions will go live Friday morning. So check that one out. Uh, I want to give a special shout out. There's somebody I'll talk about in that that is kind of important to me in my working life at this moment. And he deserves all the props in the world that he gets. So please check out my rant about him because it's excellent um thank you drunken server for being here uh like i said next week we have pete whelan on uh he is a high profile labor attorney out of washington dc uh he obviously is not here to give legal advice but he's going to go over some different things as far as labor law and whatnot goes so that's going to be great and the week after we got some other cool stuff and then going into next month it's going to be awesome because uh today who is here in the chat also known as mad dog will get her day in the sun and ladies and gentlemen i cannot stress enough how I would like everybody to be here for that one because you're going to get some tales about how shitty a company can treat somebody. So please, 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 if there if there's one episode that you can bookmark that you could be here, please be here for that one because I'm going to let her go as long as she needs to go. Come ready. So, but anyway, everybody, thank you all so much for being here. It's always great seeing people in the chat. You guys are the community. Your guys are the reason this happens. You know, for me, it's like, you know, like I told drunken server on Twitter, it's not about me. It's about a communal thing, getting a lot of like-minded people that put up with a lot of bullshit together and give somebody a platform to say what they need to say. And we'll see when mad dogs on, how important that really is. So everybody, you have a great night. Thank everybody for being here and we will see you next time.